gotten any closer. Yeah, so I really want a milkshake, right? Okay. And I ideally, I mean, I found that umami burger could be a really good option, but Ooh, all of their milkshakes are like matcha. Like I'm I don't, I just want chocolate. I just want chocolate. You know? Do you like matcha? No. I quite like it. I got a matcha. I'm trying to get back into teas because um, I love all beverages, and that's how I'll transition into what? 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 <laughs> Welcome to Wines, 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 a podcast where we drink wine, we whine about things. With me, Christine Wines. Hello, I'm your host, Christine Wines. I am so thrilled to have a, a dear friend that honestly, we really vibe, I must say. Um, and I feel as if we didn't get our due. We've always, we were two ships passing in the night before I left. And I, I, I really do. I'm sure you'll be like, your conscious effort is not enough because it's not. <laughs> I make a conscious effort to reach out. I'm not always good, but she's a talented performer, a friend. We have like hometown commonalities, which is like, really, it is kind of rare now because a lot of our hometown people have moved away, Yep. but you're training, training, you're in school to be a lawyer, which I very much respect. You're just a wonderful person. I'm so excited to have her. Alex Rayner, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Wow. So many nice things Uh that really everyone should say about me. It's a great way I find to introduce people. I've actually started doing that in my work meetings. Um, so I lead a meeting and I have to like popcorn style call on people to go over their weeks. And I'd be like, let's go to the absolute dynamo. I'll say stuff like that and just try and rile them up mostly because our, our meetings are depressing. I don't know. How's that zoom life with getting people to talk? I know you said you're very vocal because no one's vocal. I'm very vocal. And I host office hours for one of my classes once a week. And it's Wait. typically me looking at 16 boxes with names on it. <laughs> so wait, hold on. <laughs> Are you now teaching law school? What do you mean you host office hours? No. So like in your first year, you uh-huh. take certain classes and you have like a TA. So it's my second year and I'm a TA right. for oh. constitutional law. Okay. So, so you've already taken this class and basically all these fish coming in, you're, are you trying to scare them? Or are you just like being a helpful oh, advocate? I'm trying them? to be as helpful as possible. Um, okay. But they, you know, they don't have to come to any of my stuff if they don't want to, but when they That's do true. come, I try to be as helpful as I can, but they really do not. They don't want to, they don't want to show me their faces. I'm yeah. a little nervous for next year when I'm walking around the halls in person, hopefully, and I don't recognize a single one of them. It's, it's very odd in the pandemic at first, everybody was so stoked about it. And now like nobody turns their camera on. I'm a person who likes small talk because I just, I silence makes me uncomfortable. That's really the yes. reason. Um, but people don't want to like communicate at all. I'm like, we have to just say something. Let's talk about the weather. Like it's fine, but especially when people don't turn on their camera and I find it weird. So in my company, we don't turn on our cameras when we speak to clients sometimes. And when they do, I'm like, well, nobody at my company is turning it on. So I never really know how to play that part of it. Really? I just, I, 
think it's the one of the weird I think it's rude honestly when people it don't is. turn your camera on well, I sometimes, and I'll tell people, I'm like, oh, I'm having a no camera sort of day. Yeah, and sure. I noticed, like, I've said that to some of the, the, the men at my office. And I mean, again, not many people turn their camera on at all, but they're like, what do you mean? They don't understand it. And if I say that to any of the female employees, they're like, cool, get it. Got it. Good. Like mostly it's because I don't have a bra on and I yeah, don't shower I'm until like in noon. my bed still. I don't understand what you mean. How do you not get it? Yeah. I mean, it is, I saw some meme though at the beginning of the pandemic or no, 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 it wasn't. It was towards the end, not the end. We're still in it. It's like December, whatever timeline doesn't matter. It was like me, my work setup, And it's like a standing desk, three monitors, like a nice keyboard, a mechanical keyboard. Uh, My wife or my spouse, my spouse's uh, work from home setup. And it's like a laptop, a giant cup of water or coffee, whatever. And then just sitting on the couch. Like that's how a lot of couples have navigated it apparently, mm-hmm. which I don't like that. I like to have a second monitor lately. I've had only one cause we're moving soon. So I'm like, I returned my monitor to my office, which I went into the office yesterday. That's always that's always a weird, that's okay. I just did mine for the first time ever. I went to this office. Oh yes, that's right. New job. Do you find, what do you think about the lighting of the office? Of my new office? Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's all windows. It's like the 25th floor of a building downtown. So these are odd questions and I'm not just trying to like, um, like make talking points. This is truly something I find quite, um, I'm very opinionated on offices. Like we have open, open, like, uh, what is it? I almost call it the Chipotle design. There's the ductwork is, is visible. It's industrial. What do you feel about that? I don't like it. I think it's loud. And it's like, I was listening to music because I was like, okay, I got to establish that I wear headphones at work. You have to do that earlier. People are just going to holler at you all the time. Very true. Mm -hmm. But I was like listening and I was like, what the fuck is that sound? And it was the AC just popping on. I think I got to move desk. Not everybody's in the office. So I still have an opportunity now, but I don't. Do you like open office? Cause I hate it. (laughs) My old office was like all the important people had offices and then the rest of us were in the open bullpen to be honest. I do like the opportunity when I feel like I need a break to just turn to a, to someone else and just chat with them. Yes. <laughs> Even if they're, they're busy, I don't really care. I want to chat. So I don't yeah. hate the open office plan, but I, but we weren't like, it wasn't like cubicles in a startup. It was like mm. most people in offices and me and like four other people not. Okay. I so, see. See, I'll say, um, I want to go back to cubicle life or at least like a half wall. If I can stand up and like, see where people are at, I just want to have like, probably like right around my head. I don't want to see across and see another person's eyes. Cause I would find oh, myself yeah. doing that in we don't a have that. office. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would like, I also like to have a little bit of storage. I'm kind of a pack rat at, at offices. Like I have a yes. pharmacy. I have a lot of snacks, like, and I don't know if I've told you this before, but I told every person at my office, if I am in a meeting with you, if I'm eating, that's normal. That's going to be the norm. 
I will be eating on most meetings. And in fact, today I made a sandwich while on camera and started eating that sandwich at the end of the hour. Um, I don't think that's, I think people assume that that's rude, but what, I mean, some people kind of find it gross, I guess they're like, um, like they, they don't want to hear it, but I always mute myself. I'm like, I just, I just like to eat during meetings because when I have my lunch, I don't want to like spend it making a bunch of food. And if I'm on a meeting where I'm just like listening, yeah, I'm going to make a sandwich. But anyways, um, speaking of food, I want to ask and transition now into our, our first segment of the night, which is what are we drinking? What are we whining in our, in our, um, what is that word? Imbibing in. What are we imbibing in tonight? What are, guess first. What do you have? Uh, tonight we're imbibing in some water. Oh my god! And as we've established, wine is a concept. I love this for you. So, how's this water tasting? Uh, hold on. Okay. It tastes pretty good, actually. I okay. at one point it had ice in it, and I allowed that to melt accidentally, sure. so it's got a slight uh, freezer burn. Sure. Aspect to Ooh, it. I don't but as like you that. know, I'm not really a, a drinker drinker. You aren't. You aren't. So you gotta you just gotta stay hydrated. You That's- gotta stay hydrated. And I want all the listeners, while I did say to um to our guests pretty um uh, pretty explicitly to drink underage, um in a moment, you know, of ingest, but I explicitly said it two or three times, please drink underage. Um, I want to let people know, I'm not trying to peer pressure you. Uh, (laughs) You can do whatever you want. Uh, I just enjoy to drink myself and I just want everybody to have a good time. And if water's your thing, water's your thing. Now you mentioned something that I find absolutely revolting, freezer burn. Yes. Your ice. Are you making your own ice? What's the deal? What's your setup? I, yes, I put water in a little cube thingy in what is an ice cube tray. Yeah. Tray. I'd say put it in the fridge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, nope, the, the freezer, freezer. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. and it, I mean, let me tell you, it, it just freezes right up and it then does I indeed. pop it in a glass of water. So I, I long for the days where I had my parents have an ice maker. Now, Alex, I was going to say one thing that Spencer and I, excuse me, my fiance sponsor, as we refer to him on the pod, we decided in Australia. As the listeners know, I say every episode we lived in Sydney, Australia. Uh, they're sick of hearing it and I'm sick of myself saying it, but it's my only, the only interesting thing about me with that improv. So we sponsor decided to get a, like a sparklets or like a gallon water and a water dispenser. Oh, I'm going to highly recommend that to you. We have continued, but the innovation of these machines, there are machines that have ice makers. So it's a dispenser takes that water. So you're getting filtered ice, no freezer burn. And you can get, it's like, I call it Sonic ice, the best ice. Oh my God. Sonic ice is the best ice. You get which it. Which also has Sonic ice. I forget. I forsake which, which from my life, um, long ago, I don't like a hot sandwich and that's something I'm pretty firm on unless it's a tuna melt. I am not interested in a hot sandwich like Quiznos can get fucked. Don't toast it. I did, but you know what I realized? So some of those places like Potbelly in particular, their bread is not fully baked. So I've gotten it toasted and untoasted. So the bread, like it's no Jimmy John's is the one that tears it out because they're meant to be cold. They're like true cold cut. 
heroes, whatever. I just, I can't, I really don't like any hot sandwiches because I don't like I hot do. vegetables. I like a caprese sandwich. Some, uh, Is I that like meant to be hot? Salad. I don't know. Now that you mention it, maybe not. Mm, but I don't like toasted. Well, no, I do. I really don't discriminate when it comes to that type of sandwich. Um, I will tell you, I don't like Jimmy John's. I think it's what? Gross. What? Oh. That's like my favorite sandwich place, aside from Jersey Mike's, which is my number one. Why do you not like Jimmy John's? It just feels gross. It really does not feel. I mean, I can't. I don't want to. This is I... almost stepping on our topic of my uh-huh. my outrage. So I, I better get to my wine. Now tonight, I'm also not drinking technically a wine. Again, wine is a concept. Don't want to judge. Did you hear that, folks? Now, this is not. I said it was a white claw style. This is, um, this is called cacti. It's one of the newer seltzers on the market. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a agave, agave, agave spiked seltzer. Cacti is made with 100% premium blue agave from Mexico and natural flavors for a refreshing and bold taste. I watched a TikTok and it, and it said that this is like apparently Travis Scott's like the the rapper who did Astroworld. Oh. This is his, or he's a major investor in it. It's a celebrity brand, but let me give it a taste. Yeah. Man, I did get water on my microphone uh, pad. Sorry to, sorry to sponsor his, this is his work mic. Um, <laughs> okay. I did the pineapple flavor. It's actually, it's 7% alcohol. So that's why I chose it. Cause it was like, we're kind of at the wine level. Cause wine is six to eight, something like that. Yeah. Not- Manischewitz. Have you ever had Manischewitz? No. You know what it is? It's a wine you serve on Passover? It's just a Jewish wine. I'm really expanding. I'll be honest with you, Alex. I didn't want to say a Jewish wine because I didn't know where we stood and (laughs) I didn't know, you know. Yeah, no, it's a a kosher wine. How about that? Okay. But it tastes basically like juice. And I'm interested. It's like like 14% alcohol. Oh my God. It's absolutely, it's insane. You do not know you're drinking alcohol when you drink it. It's like when you, when you're little and your parents are like, here, here's your wine. It's just straight up juice. Yeah. I, I mean, this thing will get you, you'll be drunk. I would, I would be highly interested in that because I think, so when, have you had like the White Claw and the seltzers before? Yes. I don't, not for me. I think I'm getting over like them. LaCroix. Oh yeah. Then you're not going to be into it. It took me a long time to get on board with LaCroix. And honestly, I got on board because one of my offices, and I took a picture of this one time, they would get it. They would get like 12, 12 packs every like two weeks. Everybody just drank it all the time. So just by proximity's sake, I started drinking them and found, oh, mixed berry. I don't like that. I like the citrusy styles that because the citrus peels, however the hell they make it are more saturated. I don't know that word concentrated, but flavorful. flavorful. Mm, Thank you. That's, that's a great way to put it. Thank you, Alex. Um, I, I just think, and I've, I've gone on record recently saying like, I think seltzers are over, but Mm. it seems like, okay. So white claws came out like 2018 or something like that. Wow. 
only, it took the market like a year and a half to start producing competitors at all. And now it's like every company has a seltzer and it's still popular. And at this point I'm like, you know what? They don't, they all taste like alcohol and folks, I just burped on the mic. Just wanted to be frank about that. Didn't hear it though. We didn't hear it. I'll hear it in the edit, baby. Um, although I've only listened to one of my own podcasts. I only listened to the last one because I had to uh, edit it. I thought I said my address like halfway through. Turns out I listened to it for nothing. I never said my address, but I try to establish that I do not listen to these. So please be conscious of what you say. Um, but yeah, all these all these seltzers taste the same. They're, they used to make me feel like not like bloated and bad because I think with beers, I get it. It's like a hot day. You feel a little kind of down, but these are just like, you almost feel like, like a syrupy aftertaste on, on most of them. Now there's, they're just not as good anymore. Sound good. I mean, no, it's not that good. I, uh, ugh. yeah, I, I don't do that. Cause I don't like carbonation it gives me, oh. stomach, gives me a stomach ache. See, that's, that's where you get bloated. That's true. You're right about that. Although I am a firm believer in a ginger beer solving most of your ales. Oh, there was a company, I think they have it here, but there was a specific brewery that every bar had ginger beer on tap, which is way better. And they had a couple brands that were so spicy. They were so good. Um, And they were always on tap, but like Bundaberg's, which is a famous Australian brand delicious mm. some of the it's the best ginger beer you can get on the market unless you're going for like a homemade one which are pretty good um i did want to report in that oh, i please. ordered from small cheval okay and we're excited to have that come in during the pod it's going to be a new segment you know what are what time are we getting it let's say so it's 8 30 now and we're recording for the listener i'm gonna think nine i think that's the delivery yeah, I was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say nine oh three. Okay, nine Just, for Christine. Yeah, nine oh three. Alex. So, do you not like grilled cheese? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, I do like grilled cheese. So you're right. You found you found my sandwich that I like hot. <laughs> and often, you know what? Maybe I've just been lying to myself because. If I got a slice of turkey, I'm going to throw that in my grilled cheese. And in Sydney, again, I have no, I, I'm just running out of fucking things to say about my life. Hey, am I not going to talk about being Jewish? No, it's a part of my life. You're constantly talking about being Jewish. Manischewitz has already come up. (laughs) My life? She's just shrugging. It's just, you know. I don't know. So Alex, maybe a no one gentleman caller who's thinking, please put this in whatever. Do you have dating apps right now? Put it, put this link in the dating app, please for us. We need the pop. Are you not following me on Instagram where I, Oh yes. You roasted this dude for his bicep. Did you do it? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No response yet. Uh, so for context, um, Alex, so you're new to Instagram, which I'm psyched about because I've found there's like a lot of memes about, oh, when I'm drunk, I respond to people's stories as if they're just for me. Well, I do that sober, baby. I love to respond to people's stories 
and I have a good time, but you posted a picture of a guy who, I mean, I certainly hope he's uh, like an official of this little league team, some sort of, uh, umpire for the league of little league, but he posted a picture high-fiving the kids. I think it was high-fiving and his bicep was showing on off, but there's not a lot of him in that photo. So absolutely. It's like, of course he put it for his bicep and you pose the question. Did you post this for his bicep? So hopefully we get a response during the pod. That would be a huge win for us. There's just so many things that these people post on their hinge where I'm like, I see through this. I know what you're, I know what you're about. Have you ever done the uh calculation so if like they're holding a drink you scale it and then they say they're six foot when you scale it maybe this is just too deep on meme world but they'll take like say they're holding a corona they'll measure a corona and then scale it and basically stack them up next to the person in the picture and calculate how tall they actually are (laughs) it was kind of like when there were the um whatever I don't know. It's the fucking mask people revolting about masks. And this one was like, I haven't yes. been able to get my hair the done. Haircut. Like they calculated <laughs> I did see that they're like, it's been since at least October since she hasn't gotten a haircut based on her yeah. roots. <laughs> this is the internet sleuth thing that I want more of just calling yeah. people out on their bullshit. Uh, because I could imagine on hinge, it's like, I would imagine a lot of dog photos, it's i'll tell you what it well okay i'm on a very specific subset of hinge which is Please. the jewish men hinge so it's a is that lot a of conversation hinge? about how they're they're just like larry david <laughs> oh goodness folks she froze but she's gonna come back okay. soon sure. there she comes there she comes so they say they're just like larry david and can you feel that? Are they saying that explicitly or are they just kind of like looking at the camera, like, uh, like giving a little, they, it's like that, you know, on hinge, they have like prompt questions. So there's a oh. picture and then it's like something you want everyone to know. Mm-hmm. I'm Larry David. Or like, if, if you could have one dinner guest, probably Jerry's dying. Oh, like, y'all are all is Sean unoriginal. <laughs> so most of the, the, Jewish men hinge is some sort of reference to Seinfeld or curb. Sure. Yeah. Then typically a picture in Israel, like clearly like we've been on birthright. Yeah. We all have the same pictures. Oh my God. Good for them. And um, then they say that they're five, nine, but in fact, we all know they're five, seven. Yeah. And, that's, uh, um, that's something um, Spencer told me that I was discriminating against people and Okay. We're talking about people who are Jewish on hinge. I'm talking about discriminating against people who are shorter than me. So before I went to my office, I told Spencer, I'm taller than every single person at my office, every single person at my company who's 27 people. Now I'm taller than every single one of them, except for probably two people. And he said, now, how do you, how do you know this? And I go, (laughs) They just have that look. They just have the look. <laughs> and he was like, you have to show me photos. So I went through every single one and I estimated their height 
And he was like, why are you, it seems like you're upset about this. I was like, I'm not upset. I just want to know because I need, you know, it's, I like to size people up if I can take them in hand-to-hand combat. And now all I'll tell you, Alex, is that when I went into that office, I was taller than every single person by three to four inches. So you have good height radar, I guess. Very much so. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, and before I continue saying things like, here's who I discriminated against, I want to <laughs> introduce our topic or I'll let our guest, Alex, what did you want to come here to whine about? We've chatted about it. I'm very excited, but take it away. Yes. And honestly, it almost happened already once in this podcast. So you're right. It's a common problem. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that I, that just drives me up a wall mm-hmm. is when people say to you, oh, you've, you've never seen that movie. Oh, you've never been to that restaurant. Uh, there's vile in your face, vitriol. I hate it. But what I really hate is, okay, no, I've never seen the movie. And no, I don't want you to bring up a trailer of it on YouTube right now. <laughs> I have absolutely. I didn't even think about the the timeline of events. Usually if it's like something, especially, so we have a mutual friend, shout out to Brad Pike. He'll be like, you've never seen this video of a ghost in a cemetery sucking off a skeleton dick. And honestly, that's probably a direct quote. I'll be like, no, Brad, I did not see a ghost in a cemetery sucking off a skeleton's dick. And he'll be like, let's watch it. And he will put the phone in your face. And it's, you're totally right. That is an aspect of it. I never thought about because I truly hate. And, and I feel like in hinge, since we were talking about it, Whoa. Uh Oh, I breathed into the mic. Um, do, do your hinge your, your gentleman callers, are they just constantly being like, you haven't seen Rick and Morty? Shit like oh, that? Rick and Morty is a big one. Oh, those guys. I mean, they just must have like, do they all just share one TV? Would they just share one password? I mean, I don't understand why everyone's watching the exact <laughs> same shows, but yes, all the Jews, they just care about, well, because his name's Morty. I mean, he's got to be Jewish, but you I'll tell you what. That's the reason? I've never watched the show, so I don't know. Um, I don't want to watch the show. That's a big one. I remember there was a guy, because that show's been on for quite a while. And so there was a guy when I lived in Houston, he's like, um, we showed up to a Halloween party and I had a crush on him. And he, I'm just like, I don't know who your, who your costume is. He's like, I'm, I'm Rick. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm Garth from Wayne's world. This is yeah. a very, this is a very clear, I might've been Wayne. I was Wayne because I had brown hair and I did it with my best friend. She has, um, blonde hair, but he's just like, you haven't seen it getting into like why it's good. Like, I think that's something I identify with just fandoms in general. It's like, you don't like this thing. And I've always fought against Beyonce fans because mm. I've, I love Beyonce. I think she's fantastic, but I think she's a business. And when people are like, oh my goodness, she's so raw. And I'm like, yeah, she is, but she has a team that's helping her release this shit. Like she is a calculated individual for, for like as raw as she is. And I, I respect that. I think that's a very cool crafted identity, identity, but oh God, 
I hate it so much. It sucks. I, I just, especially because it puts a lot of pressure on you in the moment. Yes. Like now, now I know you love this YouTube videos and then you're going to watch me take it in. So now I have to really play up the fact that I love it. Mm -hmm. And I just, first of all, I probably am not interested, but if I am interested, (laughs) I can't even enjoy it in my own time and really think about how I, if I like it or not. So yes. Yeah. I I, all the time about it all the time. I lie and say, yeah, oh yeah, I've seen it. You absolutely have to. One thing that I've started doing, which is like, it's a hit or miss bit, but especially if people are like, Oh, you haven't seen that movie. I'll just been like, no, I've been super busy. And they're like, okay, this movie, like I haven't seen Titanic in full. I've seen enough. I know what happens, but they're like, you haven't seen the whole movie. And I'm just like, no, I've been super busy. And they're like, it came out in the nineties. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was born in the nineties. Had a lot going on growing up. Like couldn't get to it. Um, but it's, it's kind of frustrating. You know what it makes me think of? It's like, I don't know about you, but I remember being sold this idea when you go to parties as an adult, people are going to make you drink. They're going to make you take drugs. They're going to peer pressure you. I didn't really get that. What I do get is somebody in college telling me, you haven't seen Pirates of the Caribbean 2? Oh my God. Johnny Depp's my favorite actor. I'm like, good for you. Like, I'm not like, I've seen a few of those movies, but I am not following the series of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dominique. And you know what? It's, it isn't like, oh, you're being pressured to drink. It's more like, that's so nice of you that you're sharing your sex pack with me. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's always, it's, it's a gift when you're at a house party and somebody's like, hey, I hid my Newcastle beers under my jacket over there. And they're like, so kind of you. I went through a Newcastle phase, but. Really though. Or like in the case of Cody Lindley, our mutual friend. Love him. It's. Oh, I put a Smirnoff ice next to your bed and now you have to drink it. He got you, did he? Mm. No, I got him. This I hadn't oh, even shit. I, didn't, I didn't know him, but I went oh. to his apartment anyway for his birthday party. Of course. And our first interaction was me saying, "Hi, nice to meet you. What's that by your bed?" Iced. <laughs> Honestly, that's I think one of the best introductions I can think of. That's uh, that immediately established. Hi, how are you? I'm a fun person. Like mm-hmm. I like to have a laugh. Um, I very much like that. Was that one of the years shout out to Cody Lindley? Um, was that the one of the years he had shot shot girls? He called them shot girls and it was just yes. his roommates, Autumn and uh, Andrew. Yes, it was, was one of the years. And I didn't know them either at the time. So wow, it was it was quite the introduction to the Lindley it, lifestyle. He's a wild man. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think looking back to that event um, and really any house party that like you had beer pong and people pouring shots into your mouth from an alcohol bottle. I mean, shocking. We hadn't had a pandemic before. Truly (laughs) for this past year. Like I, I, I think I rebelled against like germaphobes because I had some family members who were like, I can't even share a straw. And I was like, you got to get over yourself. So I'm just like, you want to drink after me? I don't care. I brush my teeth three times a day. Get with it. My sister is a huge germaphobe. And I'm like, really, Callie, we shared a womb. You can't just like, let me share your drink for two seconds. I'm thirsty. I mean, I'm going to extrapolate our topic of you haven't blank this thing into it's honestly just 
it comes down to, as all episodes do, a therapeutic session. It comes Mm. down to, I guess people are just like, they want somebody to connect with them on the things that they love, but they don't know how to communicate in a way that's not super alienating. Yes. It's guilt inducing. And that's why- we, I go into, oh yeah, I love it. You, I hadn't seen Schindler's List for so long. Like I, I've I never seen it. You know what I happens? Like, I you it. know what happens? I don't I need to tell you what happens. It's a Holocaust movie. Yeah, so you can probably, you can probably take incredibly. a pretty good guess. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't seen it forever. And oh my God, the number of people, like, you've never seen Schindler's I'm like now I don't want to sit down and watch a Holocaust movie. Sorry. Yeah. We had talked about this in a previous episode. Like you have to be in the mood for movies, but really it's just, I think mood, I think mood may be in the wrong term, uh, wrong phrase. It's just like, you have to be ready for what you're going to see. It's not like I'm happy. I don't want to watch a Holocaust movie. I mean, I guess I get it, but it's like, I'm not ready to ingest atrocity at this moment. Um, okay. Even though it's a fictionalized, loosely fictionalized story, it's still pretty accurate to uh, what humans have done. Um, Yeah, the guilt, the guilt induced is the worst thing. And I remember like thinking about that once. And I don't know if it was the Pirates of the Caribbean moment that made me think about it because it was just so ridiculous. But I remember thinking like, oh, I wonder if these people like know how this makes me feel. I hope that I never make somebody feel like they're wrong for not liking something I like. And I was like, it doesn't seem that hard to me, but so many people do not get that. I will own that. I probably do this sometimes too. Mm -hmm. I think we all probably, we all do it. Sure. But I think really what you should do is pose it as a recommendation, right? Like instead of like, You've never seen Jurassic Park? It's like, oh hey, if you really like 90s nostalgia and dinosaurs. Jurassic Park (laughs) and dinosaurs. Which Yeah, that's a good call. I probably won't check it out. How do you not see an element of it? I've seen (laughs) if you like 90s nostalgia movies, you should probably check out Jurassic Park. Also (laughs) dinosaurs also mainly laura dern and sam neil he's great but continue i apologize well i just think you know um there is a bit of a i missed it in the zeitgeist and now mm-hmm. i don't feel like i need to go back to it and this is this is the same as the breaking bad situation yeah we've chatted you neither of us and you've watched none of it right i've seen the pilot episode oh that's right i've i watched like I describe it to people because there's like apparently a significant moment in the series where uh, an old man and what what can only be described as a rundown jail cell with no windows. He's in a wheelchair and he rings the bell and people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you stopped. And I was like, well, you know, for a whole episode, they just cut back to this old man ringing a bell. So no, I was not interested and I had no context clues. I'm a, I'm a person who... You know, when people are like, wow, Zelda's so great. It's an open world game. You just like run around and discover things. I'm like, no, no, no. I like rules. I like knowing where I'm going. That's why I like Mario. They tell you, here's a trick that you should know for this level because you're going to use this trick this level. So I enjoy it. And you have a little bit of fun along the way with those Goombas. But 
Yeah, I just don't, I don't really like that either. You got to do recommendations. You're right. I think that's the answer because you mean so well. Well, I don't know. Probably some people probably do it. Some people are assholes. I do think Rick and Morty fans are totally dick faces about it. I've I've watched one episode of Rick and Morty and somebody explained it to me. It's just two people. It's one guy who just burps the whole time, which is gross. What I've been doing this episode truly, but yeah. yeah but sorry. not like this guy is like, it's so do, I love potty humor. I think it's great. I think it's so funny. I think, you know, it gets to, especially with those cartoons, like Bojack Horseman is another one. It's like, I watched it. I get it. It's not for me. That's what people don't want to hear. They don't want to hear this is not for me because they're like, well, it's critically acclaimed. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not trying to offend you that it's not for me. Me saying, I think Dan Harmon is a loser is not saying, I think you're a loser. I just don't want to watch it. I, I want to watch things like soul and finding Nemo. Well, I you want to watch a lot of garbage. So don't oh, take yeah. offensively that I don't want to watch your garbage. It just isn't you know, my garbage. Now that you bring this up, you know what I'll say? Hmm. People who are saying, you haven't blah, blah, blah. They're also super judgy about the things you choose to do. So it's like, we watch garbage. I, I listen to a podcast about Real Housewives. I don't even watch Real Housewives. I just love the hosts and they really paint me a picture. But people are like, ugh, Real Housewives, so stupid. I'm just like, you just judged me for something. Like, they're judgy. That's, ugh, yeah. ugh. You know what? My dad always gets F on these people. For, I watched tons of garbage. And then he'll come home. When I was staying with my parents, he'll come home and be like, ugh, this garbage again. I'm like, sorry, you can change the channel. And then he'll change it to Pawn Stars or American Pickers. And I'm like, oh, what you think this is a Ken Burns documentary? Like, <laughs> what do you think is happening? So your dad doesn't do the classic dad thing where he's like, what the hell is this? And then he just literally stands in the back of the room and <laughs> is just like watching the whole thing. It's like, dad, take a seat. And he's like, no. Or the other dad thing. We'll be like, oh my God, sit on the couch. And I'm just like, you can leave. And he's just like, I want to sit. And then throughout the show, he'll be like, who's this character? Who's this character? Oh, and I'm like, oh, get, oh. <gasps> uh-oh, are we? 8.52 was the answer. That's when they oh, arrived. Oh my goodness. She has to go and get it. Or do you no, need to go downstairs? I, I think they're coming up. We'll see. We'll give him a couple That's minutes. Exciting. Now, do you think, um, did you, were you given a name on your delivery guy? Or a girl, feminism. Cleaver? Clever? I don't know how you say it. Genderless. Um, very progressive. Would you be a doll and ask them their thoughts? You know, give them a give them a background of the combo. Would you do this or are you not interested? I would, but I'm gonna bet you anything <laughs> they're not there when I get the when I get to the door. I bet that they just drop it off because they're really face to face, no faces. Oh that's that's actually nice of you. Last week we got a meal. I can't even remember. It was probably, we've just been getting fast food. We were talking off air folks about, they really haven't figured out how to deliver food crisply and they're doing the Lord's work. This has come down to the restaurant and packaging. It's not the delivery people, but it's never crispy, but we always write on our instructions, like just drop it in the lobby in our little like mail room. 
And so many, like three or four times people are just like coming up straight to our door, like, hello. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to, you're doing great work, but why do you want to come up and say hi to me? You know, I don't know their life. So, so. I just put the apartment number, which I probably shouldn't do. Like, that's probably not a good idea, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Put it's, the apartment um, number and I say, just drop it at the door. Yeah. The world is a, a dangerous place not to get um, too, too glim, grim. Mm, grim seven percent glum and coming off of the heels of figuring out this word is not the best there was another shooting today and i'm like i thought to myself hmm i wonder when i'm gonna get shot in a mass shooting <gasps> perfect timing for cleaver as I i'm so excited we might get a glimpse of cleaver she's going up she's putting on her mask you can put down your computer if you want She's taking me the whole journey. Hi, thank you. Can, oh yeah, I see. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> She's asking. Can I ask a question? Oh no. 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 Okay. Well, have a good night. <laughs> I hope she brought it. <laughs> Folks, this was probably. She got the shake. This is what she wanted. <laughs> Oh my God. to go on record for the best <laughs> i mean a highlight of the series episode eight i don't think he understood what i was saying you were immediately shot down i Can you're I you handled it oh with... no no oh no okay <laughs> okay sir Cleaver but i wanted got... you to know that i was gonna do it and i i would have if Alex, you were to ask me the roles were reversed, I would say, absolutely, I will not do that, which I have come. Um, this is another funny thing. I was talking about my bits where people are like, you haven't done this? It's like, no, I was busy. Oh, another one of those bits. They're like, you haven't read this? I was like, no, I was asleep. <laughs> people like that one. Oh, I don't read. That's yes. another thing I don't really do. I really don't read books. And I know it's people yeah. ask yeah. me all the time, what are you reading? I'm like, the law textbooks that I have I'm to read for class captions on my television. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't read much either. I'll get in like moods where every couple of years I'll read like 10 or 15 books. Oh my goodness. It's exquisitely packed. It's a cellophane shape. It is, but can you see where the, can you, you can't really see it. Do you see where the, the chocolate stops? It's not full. Mm, they didn't fill this all the way. So small cheval, zero stars. Um, all is correct. Oh, yes. I get in my moods where I'll read like, I don't know, 10 or 12 books a year, which is pretty, I think a valiant effort on my part, especially like, I mean, some people never read and it's not good or bad. It's just like, I grew up with TV on in the house and I love that because I now am very knowledgeable about pop culture and I love that about myself. But now when people are like, I have a friend who reads, she read and her goal was 30 books last year, maybe 20, but she read like 30, 35, which is awesome. But that was just her fiction. That was just her reading for pleasure. She also reads like not self-help, but like work, work books, like radical candor and all that shit. Like how to be a better manager, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I also read 15 of these books. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing this? And I, I wrote something like, if you ask me to read something for work or for pleasure, I will in fact tell you to get bent and she's like is this about me and I was like yeah I don't know how to read so you're very triggering to me my sister <laughs> reads uh, she, read, she read a 1000 page book what? recently 
again on the history of the Jews and the Christians. Oh, so it was nonfiction? My God. Well, I only read nonfiction. If I'm going to read, I'm not wasting my time with fake. If I'm going (laughs) to read, I'm reading something real. I think that's the best take on fiction. I'm not wasting my time on this make-believe yet. What did you tell me when we went to dinner? What have you been watching recently? What Hallmark movies were, was it? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I so it. many. It really depends. I and love those them. are all nonfiction. I mean, I don't know. It could be based on a true story. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, Christmas on the Square with Dolly Parton, Christine oh. Baranski, that is a true story. <laughs> Have you Great watched movie. Love Guaranteed yet? No, but I got to look up the stars. I'm sure it's some 90s. Well, let me recommend it to you. Okay. Love on the, wait, Love on the Square? No. Love Guaranteed. Love Guaranteed. I mixed them up. Love Guaranteed. Now, this is going to be trouble because I don't know how to spell guaranteed. So we'll see if I can get there in IMDb. I don't know. Guaranteed, um, you would think. It's the story of Damon Wayans Jr. (gasps) I love uh, happy endings. If you're interested, I recommend. Good stuff. It's the story of Damon Wayans Jr. who who joins a dating app called Love Guaranteed. (gasps) Rachel Lee Cook. It was a 90s bitch. <laughs> and then sues the company because he didn't find love and it's supposed to be guaranteed. I'm very interested in this again. I mean, I exactly, you had mentioned, I just want to watch something where I know it's a happy ending literally yeah. from the poster, um, poster design. Also, we'll talk about this in a second, but it's like, literally he's looking at her lovingly in the poster. And I'm like, I really don't know what you want me to do with this, but no, exactly what's going to happen right. it's the marketing i guess they think it's like this is what we I mean do. love is guaranteed it says it in the title you know he's gonna fall in love and you know as soon as you meet rachel lee cook it's gonna be with her but are they like you know do they fight each other at first and then they find qualities about them that's like oh okay well she's his attorney oh my goodness and she's kind of like I guess I got to try out this app. Okay. And in the end of the day, I mean, I don't want to ruin it, but also we know exactly what's going to happen. Sure. I'll ruin it. They get together. I've never seen it, but they get together. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of am over spoiler alerts. There is, I get it sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, is the only reason you're watching this for the surprise? I mean, mm-hmm. can't you enjoy any other part of the show? Does, is Romeo and Juliet ruined because you don't know that they're going to die at that? Because you know that they're going to die at the end of the play? Mm-hmm. No, still a good Alex, play. I absolutely love that you're bringing this up. Um, just like I forsake um, whatever I said I forsook earlier, I don't recall, but I also forsake typos on Twitter. If I have a typo, I don't care. You, you need to get there. Um, it's similar with my text. If you don't, you can't get that I spelled, you know, two letters incorrectly. Yeah, no. You need to get there. That's on you. The thing that I respect so much right now about you, spoiler alerts. Let's get over ourselves. There, there are still some shows where I'm like, let's leave the mystery. I can be selective. So like Wandavision, I really enjoyed it, and I was like, I liked it because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which. I enjoy. I think they're fun, but I also know what's going to happen. That's why with 
the WandaVision show, I was like, I don't want this spoiled because it's a fun deviation from their normal story. So I'm like, let's leave this. Let's let sleeping dogs lie on this one. And you can figure it out. It's right. Yeah. It's a new format, but for most things like with Falcon and the winter soldier, I know what's going to happen. They're going to save the day, baby. And the Falcon is going to become Captain America because it's been set up for like four movies and in the comics. And like, literally they're relying on Anthony Mackie to be a part of the MCU for like whatever fucking phase they're on. But it's like you, if you want to make it any worse, does that make it any worse? You're right. And that's, that's, what's right about it. Like when, especially like shows like law and order SVU, it's like, the Love it. fun, the fun of this is the puzzle. Like you may peg who it is. Like it doesn't matter who the killer is. Like you need to watch along. That's why I'll talk about like rewatching shows, especially the office. The office is always a fun one. Cause I'll go back to it every now and again. I'm not like, you know, some people are just like, pardon my French creaming over the office and like, Oh my God, it's the best. And I'm just like, it's great, but I'll rewatch it. And I'll listen to jokes that I've never heard before or forgot about. It's like, oh, I like this. I like looking at it at a new angle. And that's kind of like, if I look at a spoiler, okay, now I can look at it from this angle. I can see all these things that they build into it. Maybe that I wouldn't have noticed. It's like the end does not always justify the means. Like the part, the journey, you know, people who are like, I can't wait to get to heaven. I'm like, good for you. Are you not enjoying your life? Oh, exactly. But it's the anger that comes with you ruining it for them that I just can't abide by. And I, I'm going to call out another mutual friend of ours. Please, that this is, is going to be the call out pod. Excited. Yeah. I mean, that should be its own podcast. Honestly, just calling in, people. We are. I mean, I've been trying to add myself to regular girl for years. And I would call you and Natalie the mean girls of improv. And I said that out of love. Cause I was like, I want to be a part of this. You guys yeah. are not taking no shit, but you said, let's call out this person. Who are we talking and about? It happens to be mean girl of improv herself. <laughs> Natalie people. Natalie people. I'm going to tag all these people in their Twitter in this, uh, this bio, but what is, what does old Natalie she do? Got mad at me for ruining the tutors. Which I don't know if you know, the Tudors is a show about Henry, King Henry and his okay. wife. I'm Natalie, like, Natalie, get real. This, this was real. <laughs> <laughs> what am I spoiling for you? The past. <laughs> she didn't really get like mad, but she was just like, hey, I haven't gotten to that yet. I was like, you have, because it happened four <laughs> years ago. I like uh, that concept. It's like, Oh man, there's a great joke in Friends when she Phoebe goes, well, you can't be mad about the past because it's the past. Are you mad about the Louisiana Purchase? And they're like, Phoebe, no one's mad about the Louisiana Purchase. And she's like, right, because it's the past. Like you, if you are not understanding like what has happened, you know, we're going to repeat the same mistakes, Natalie. Natalie, you're going to get beheaded if you're not careful. Okay, that's the tutors, right? Yes, I just thought it was so funny. It was like, I spoiled Anne Boleyn for you? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I actually spoiled in high school. I remember this very specifically because I almost started crying because I felt so bad. Like I'm the type of person who when they're really, really overwhelmed, I could just tip over and cry. Just mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with that emotion. I'm the same. But I talked about I'm sure have you ever heard of the movie Click with Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah. 
So I spoiled that for somebody, the ending, because I also cried in immensely in click. I was like, I was not ready for this emotional reveal. This is, this is wild. And I was sobbing and I think click came out. I don't know. It must've been like early high school. Cause this was my senior year. Yeah. And I, we were talking about movies that surprised us, something like that. And I was just like, Oh, click. Yeah. The ending. And I'm going to spoil it for everybody. When he just like is lying on the street dying. Yep. What in it? What a crazy move for an Adam Sandler movie. Cause it was surprising. And they turned to me and they're like, I haven't even seen it. And they were so yeah, was it on your list. I mean, right. Shut up. It was like, come on. Like, are you serious? Like I do my best to not spoil things. Cause I know people are iffy about it. Like I always tell people, I don't care. You can tell me exactly what happens. I'm also going to forget because I am honestly, I'm engaged as much as I can be, but we can never guarantee what I'm going to absorb. But like, it's just difficult when people get so mad about it. And I actually, I have to train my mom. So my mother shout out to Joanna wines. Um, she's really bad at spoiling things. She's like, I'm just having a good time having a chat. And she'll like start talking about things that she may think are innocuous, but I'm like, mom, those are major plot points. Like you're giving away (laughs) quite a lot. And she'd be like, no, 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 I'm not saying anything. I'm like, no, 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 you need to stop. Like there was a movie recently. I can't even remember what it was at this point, but she was basically telling me like what she didn't like about it. And I'm like, mom, I feel like this wasn't revealed in the trailer. I need you to continue, like, stop talking, (laughs) continue to stop talking. She's like, well, Christine, she gets a little mad and then I feel bad. So then I call her later and I'm like, yeah, you're right. This movie sucked, but (laughs) she always, that's why it's nice to let people know about click because they don't know what they're getting into. And to be honest, I don't think it was a welcome surprise. No, it was just like, I was kind of messed up. Honestly, I think, you know, people email us at wineswineswinespod at gmail.com where you messed up by click. We want to hear about it. Cause it was like, I just remember that was just such an insane movie. Like yes. Christopher Walken was in it, which I mean, he's lowered his standards at this point. Kate Beckinsale, who is underworld, the mark of a good actress. I don't think so. No, but serendipity is. I've never seen serendipity. I guess you're going to recommend I watch Put it on your list. It's on Netflix. I think. I mean, well, another movie where you know what's going to happen because it's called Serendipity. So it's pretty yeah. clear that it's gonna isn't, the, isn't the poster like or the DVD cover like John Cusack and her just like falling in a in a sea of stars. So I'm like, mm, I figure this is going to be good. I would enjoy it because one of my favorite movies is The Time Traveler's Wife. But I have to say, Alex, um, I can't believe it's taken us this long. I can't watch anything on Netflix right now because I am rewatching private practice (laughs) i'm on season three four i don't know how far into what i am right now so you've watched it before yes no oh okay and i almost lied to you right there just say just so i didn't have to have you were just gonna just in the habit of you you haven't done this i haven't i have not even gotten to where amelia really shows up in the show uh love amelia used to hate her so much um but yeah, she's I would, Grace I, I mean, she's supposed to be very drug addict, which that's her best moments in Grace when she's just like fucking indignant, like being like, oh, well, I'm on heroin. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, chill out. I know you're a heroin addict, but you need to chill. Um, I have already, so I'm on like 
um, I don't know, episode eight. So Charlotte and Cooper just got together, which I love mm. for them. I've already yes. looked up every single um, <laughs> like fan Wikipedia. What is it? Wiki fan. There's like an account where they do all this shit of like the universe with their relationships. And I've already looked up everybody. It was like, who do they end up with? What's the timeline? I, I want to know when this happens. Yeah. You got to. I did that. Honestly, what's it called? I went in. I, I've read all the synopses for like most of the seasons, even though yep. I haven't watched them yet. And honestly, some of them include characters that I haven't met yet, but I'm still invested. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, I don't know how people look at me. I'm doing it myself. Everybody does it. I yep. love doing that. And like, I'll be fandom. That's what it's called. Fandom is the website. Cause I'm on it now, but I will be watching the show and literally like searching. Oh, Tim Daly, Pete Wilder. Who does he end up with? What? He's gone after season this. He when does that dies? happen? I don't know if he dies, mm-hmm. but he's, oh, does he die? I couldn't remember because I was watching the I'm show. I'm pretty sure I read that and reading died. it. But that's what I do. I'm just like, maybe we're both, I feel like we might both be the same type of person. We both like to consume a lot of information about a lot of things. So we have a good like horizontal baseline, but, and we have a few things where we're like vertical and we're like, I know a lot about this one thing, but we like to be in the know about a lot of things. And like quickly, like, I don't want to watch eight seasons of this show. Well, and I probably, I mean, I will, but Mm -hmm. it'll take me a while. So I'd rather just know. And that's, you know, I don't watch scary movies because they really scare me. So if I know a good one's coming out, I'll just read about it. I'll read the plot and I'll, and I'll be like, that sounds good. It sounded like that was probably a good movie. Will you ever watch them? Cause sometimes I can read it and then, well, fiance Spons loves them. So I'll read it and then go see it. But I know when to like close my yeah. eyes. Cause I, I still do close my eyes. That's what I read the synopsis to hereditary and then I, the movie, yes, and that was better. I, okay. So that big part, so girl gets her head chopped off. That's the big thing. And then the rest of the movie is like, I mean, she gets her head chopped off minute 25, on. 30. Um, but she's also like the devil woman. So I don't, ooh, I don't really know. And that was scary because I don't remember. I have a nut allergy and that's what happened in <sighs> the movie. Right. So that was scary, but that was a movie where things really went off the rails at a certain they point. Did. Because the whole plot point, it was like, she is the not pagan because that's that's not the word but she is like the daemon or whatever she oh, right. is the the new like god of this cult who represents the devil and then she gets killed off so she's dead but she's st- like she was sacrificed in some way i don't know it was ridiculous and I remember the, the the creator of that ari ari something um, he also did Midsommar, which I was like, okay, so for Midsommar, I know it's going to be the same type of shit. So I can kind of get the cues. I didn't read the synopsis for that. Same thing. It was just like, this is just kind of disjointed and I get showing, not telling, but I was just like, this just seems kind of crazy, but at least Midsommar, it was just like, oh, there were some really good scenes and like beautiful shots. And it was kind of funny because it was so ridiculous, but I enjoyed it. People love both those movies. They do. I me. mean, it's not for me. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't love a scary movie. Um, one of our dates early on was going to see the conjuring and that's one of the scarier series. 
I did not have a good time because that was our move. The first couple years of the relationship, maybe a year, because we started going to concerts more. We still love movies, but it was going to movies. And I would be like, I enjoy that I got to venture out, but ultimately, again, my favorite movie is probably The Time Traveler's Wife and The Family Stone. (laughs) I love The Family Stone. It's just reliable, consistent, like ridiculous. The less logic to a movie or a a piece of media, I'll probably enjoy it more. I mean, there is something about two sisters getting with two brothers. That is just... And then switching? Oh my goodness. Amazing. And they fell in love so fast, both couples. Now, let me ask you something, since we were talking about just a logical media. Well, I shouldn't ask you. Yeah. Have you ever thought about the amount of shit that these melodramas, how much truly like just tasks they get through in a day? They're waking up at five in the morning. They're going to bed at two in the morning and they're still wide awake getting all of this stuff done. Yeah. Seems insane to me. The people of Riverdale, how did they graduate? Oh, Alex, how do you do it? Because my sleep schedule is fucked right now. So what time do you get? I don't do it. I need to. Like, I don't, you know, people are like, you have to get an average of eight hours, right? So that means that there are people out there who need to get more than eight hours. And I have learned that that's me, just not possible. Yeah. You're, you're, you sleep late too, right? Yes. If I, if I have the ability, I'm done. I'll see y'all at noon. Oh, so you can still do noon. I, I, my latest is like 10 now, which is still pretty late, I guess, for an adult, somebody who's almost 30. Yeah. I feel there's a lot of shame out there for the adult who sleeps in. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. So I used to, so I used to do this thing in high school. Maybe you did the same. I would stay up and this was like in my dark years before, you know, I got diagnosed with a mood disorder and medicated properly, but I would stay up till like four in the morning and then wake up at like 645. Cause I was just, and people are like, what are you doing? I was like, honestly, some nights I was just staring, just thinking, just, just thinking about things, just doing nothing because yeah. it was also the only time I had in high school, especially to be by myself. And that was something when I first moved to Chicago, I remember, um, one of my managers, HR, HR, that's right. I had a meeting to talk about one of my bosses because she was yelling at people, but she goes, well, we noticed you need to like socialize more, which when managers, when people tell you that at a workplace, that's fucked. But she was like, you need to socialize more. Maybe that's why you're, you're not having a good time with your manager. And I was like, well, honestly, I moved here. I have a roommate. I am on the train for an hour each way. And then I'm at work in a room with all of you people. I perform at night, which I do love. But lunch is literally my only time to sit by myself in a room. So I want to do that. And I did the same thing in high school. Maybe that's it. It's like, that's our only time at night to just like sit and do truly nothing. Yep. And it's so great. Are you, are you on Instagram? Are you on TikTok? What are you doing? Or just like hanging out? I try not to. That's smart. It's, it's better. I did eyes. buy blue light glasses. So they work for me. Um, they work for me too. Yeah. I used um, to get migraines. So me too. For you. Um, excuse me at night, honestly, 
I'm usually, all right, here we go. I'm usually watching, usually watching videos of earwax extraction. Oh my God. The pimple popping. Are you on board or are you not just the I don't earwax like for you? Pimple popping because I actually think that's gross, but the that's earwax. That's a very interesting thought coming off of your expression of earwax. I know. What is it about it? The earwax. It, they get that eardrum. I mean, the ear canal just from stuffed to completely clean. I'm going to send you. Same as when you watch like power washing. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a passion of mine. I have, before I got this job, I, so my fiance sponsor's father is in car sales. He's been in car sales for like 20 years now. And I have asked him multiple times, Hey, can you ask your dad, um, what does a detailer make? Because I like to deep clean things. And I was like, I really think I could find this soothing pop on a podcast, pop on some music, just power wash. That seems so fun to me because it's immediate satisfaction. Now with the earwax, have you seen the videos where they hold truly at like an ear clinic where they're holding, like, it's like a little cylinder of, of it's got a hole in it, a cylinder with a hole. And then there's like a little round thing. It almost looks like a satellite, but they shoot water into your ear and the cylinder is to cover your ear. And then all the rear earwax comes out. Have you seen, are you familiar with these videos? Yes. What are your thoughts? So. Okay. Okay. There's a limit. My favorite type of the earwax video Mm -hmm. is when the earwax is like pretty impacted and it can't come out in that way. I can't believe you don't like blackhead videos because this is just the exact same sensation. I know. I don't know why. I think I really think pus is pretty gross. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Earwax doesn't bother me. Um, And I also like people are grossed out by feet. I don't think that's gross at all. I I don't give a shit about feet. I enjoy a video where they're fixing really gross toenails. I think oh. those are fun too. Or like when I they're think, fixing um, ingrown toenails. Maybe I don't like feet then. Cause I'm like, I don't like that part of it. I think when it gets into like, I guess the, the solidness of a toenail digging it. It's, but I, I don't know the thing. I hated pimple videos for the longest time. And to the listeners, I know you like them. Don't be grossed out. It's, it took me a little while to realize, oh, this is a nice little, it's like a pressure release. I think it's the same thing people get from ASMR, but yes. I don't get, it's like, this is just, it's like, it's the before and after satisfying, mm-hmm. but yeah, the toenail, I can't get on board with. I've also, so my Instagram and I'm going to just hold my phone up to my face. I do not like seeing dental work. I've been somehow getting, I've been somehow getting that on like my, like algorithms, but I do. I also like to watch people getting haircuts because I like to see, especially men's haircut, which I have learned how to do a fade and have done on Spencer a couple of times. Not well, but I can do it theoretically. And I understand the physics behind a fade haircut. Um, (laughs) but I also watch like a lot of natural hair videos because I just signed it fascinating and just I'm also interested yes the transformation but I'm interested in skincare so I'm like what are the products that we're using so I want to know the ingredients Mm -hmm. and I get interested that way it's like honestly this this you know what this conversation has devolved into 
we're now just sharing weird, gross things. And we're not being like, ew. And that's what the, you know, you haven't seen this people. They would be like, I'm grossed out by this. And yes. That's- you haven't seen Jurassic Park, but you'll sit down and watch earwax videos. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I will. When people. I have this seen is- most of Jurassic Park. Okay. I mean, you. It's I just wanted to make it clear because I realized that I have watched it with some friends who maybe will will listen to this podcast and they'll call me out for lying. And oh, yeah. I've been called out. Have you been called out before? I I oh, I don't know who I was telling this to, so I apologize if I've said this to you. But I had a friend in high school, and we sat right next to each other, and we were probably like, I don't know, a foot away from each other. And it was during class and our teacher was about six feet away from us. So she would like whisper to me little things. And I'd be like, ha ha ha. Cause I learned my cues early. I think we're good at that. We know when to lie to people when they're upset, we know when to laugh. We know our cues we're mm-hmm. performers. And we've been in an audience that fucking bombed a yep. show is bomb. And she started referencing what she had been saying. And I knew, okay, I better laugh. I better laugh. And then she started questioning. I don't think you know what I've been saying. And at one point I was like, Caroline, Caroline was her name. I didn't even, I'm a bad comedian. I didn't change her name. Her name is Caroline. And I'd be like, Caroline, I can't hear you. And the teacher's right there. I'm a rule follower. I'm already falling asleep in this class. And I feel like shit because he had a beautiful voice, just a lecture voice that put you to sleep very interesting man, but put me to sleep. And I was like, I can't like, I, I know you were laughing. So I was laughing and I didn't want to ask follow-ups, but she got so mad. And I was like, you have to understand my perspective. Like, I don't want to get in trouble by anyone in this situation. I'm a people pleaser. Yep. People don't think that about me, but I really am. I didn't tell my therapist for a year. He was calling me Alexa for a (gasps) year. Alex. Oh my God. This makes That's me why I had to go to therapy. <laughs> Did you go to two therapists at once? Like you're my primary and this guy just talking to him about Alexis. How do I tell him my name's Alex? No. Oh my God. Started saying things in therapy where I would say, so my mom called me and she said, Alex, Alex. how's your head? <laughs> And he didn't catch on here. She no, he was- did. Now he knows. But for like a full year, he would just say, I... <laughs> it's, I mean, I get mad. Do you get a lot of people being like Alex, Alexis? I feel like that's a more common. Yeah. Well, yeah. People, and especially in the before times when I would take Ubers, they would always be like, you're Alex. I'm like, yeah. yes. And they're like, oh, it was a boy. Um, sorry to disappoint. Yeah. With Christine, I get Christina a lot. And my florist, uh, for our wedding after we booked her or right when we were asking for the invoice, I guess, or deposit, I was like, yeah, we want to move forward. Can you just change these couple things? Send us a quote, blah, blah, blah. She goes, of course, Christina, I'm so excited. And like, we really bonded. Cause I'm like, I'm also like, with my florist, I'm like, I want you to do what you want. I've seen your work and I like it. And also I don't want to contact more people path of least resistance, but she is very good. She's doing our decor. So I'm like, yeah, I trust you. You're the expert. I'm very much like you do you. But when she called me Christina on the next email, I was like, Hey, it's Christine common mistake. 
I think because my mom's name is Joanna. So she gets Joanne a lot and she's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. And she's, she's given up on changing people. And I'm like, I, I, I can't, like, I don't have the constitution you do to just not care. I have to tell you. So yeah. the name thing. I tell people too, but not always, apparently. <laughs> not always. I get well, it. I think, you know, my old job, I, I worked with um, our good friend, Raina Kasky. Shout out. This is truly the shout out. Episode. Shout out to Raina. And Raina is similar to my last name, Raynor. That's true. And so I asked for somebody to write me a recommendation and they called me Raina because occasionally people will call me Raina. Oh, yeah. And I had I to respond that, like, actually, it's Alex. And this Common is a letter mistake. of recommendation in this office specifically <laughs> with my coworker. Yeah, She's I like, let it oh, slide. Not. Sorry, <laughs> you did not. Isn't know. that isn't that so disheartening when somebody like says the wrong name to you? I have a twin sister. I'm over it. Oh, see, that still get life, me. My whole life was Callie, Alex, responding to either one. I mean, yeah. I guess I get that. I haven't gotten over it. I had a, a comedy sports where I worked in Houston. We like had an ensemble. So like not everybody showed up to rehearsals every week. So I had performed with this new guy who his name was Brian. And I thought he was super funny and we're doing warmups. And he's like, I can't remember what he called me, but it was not Christine or no, no, no. It was like a hot spot. And mm-hmm. he had, I was last because it was a I was the relatively new performer and everybody else was old and he didn't know my name. And it was like heartbreaking. I was like, it's cool. <laughs> I'm fine. And then we were on the same team and he was very apologetic, but that's, it's always very hurtful to me. It makes me sad. And now, so that's why I'm a, a front. I'm like, if I don't remember your name, I will say immediately, I don't remember your name. I'm going to say it before you realize I don't remember it. And that seems to help, I guess. That is a good move. Get it out there at the very beginning of the conversation. Well, you get too far into it. With Start. improvisers you get a year too. Into it. Yes. With improvisers. I think, especially with younger improvisers, because I was new, we were both new and green in this city. It was like, I hope this person remembers me. Chances are they aren't. It's like a lot of it like this. You haven't done this. There's a lot of pleasantries that we just adhere to and lie to each other because it's just the way it is. It's like a lot of these people are your friends. So you enjoy what they're doing, but it's not everything you enjoy, but that's just what you do. It's just like, yes, it's good stuff. And nobody really talks about it, which is kind of frustrating to me. Yep. And that's why this podcast exists. It's why it exists. And honestly, it's a perfect time to like circle back and say, thank you for being here, Alex. I mean, we'll continue shit talking about people and say all the stuff about the people we shouted out off air, but I want to take this opportunity. Thank you again for being on here. Guys, make your recommendation guys and gals, excuse me make your recommendations to people. Don't judge them for what they're doing. Even if it's watching impacted earwax being extracted out of somebody's ears. And this is a part where I say, Alex, do you have anything to plug? You mentioned your hinge drop oh, yeah. the at, um, give us where you're at online and what you're doing. I don't think that there is an ad for hinge. I do okay. have an Instagram. Okay. Um, it's, at purple rainer i love that purple rain 
Sure. Prince. Purple. Which I actually have started listening to Prince recently because people are like, you don't know Prince. And that one I listened to. And I said, you're right on that one. Don't sleep yeah, on Prince. No, Prince is, you, that is, a, you, you really should. Um, but I just decided recently I'm going to start a new campaign. When you said shit talk, it reminded me. I'm going to start a new campaign called Shit Talk, where we encourage people to talk about their bowel issues so that they Ooh. don't go through their life without talking to their doctor when they're having problems. Don't okay, be embarrassed. So when you say campaign, I don't know. Is that, a, I don't know what is I that mean. an app? Okay, cool. I was like, are you starting you know, a Google no, sheet like, that you're going to share with people? <laughs> no, I feel like I want to like talk to the, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and say, hey, we got to get people to stop being embarrassed, too embarrassed to talk to their doctors because that's just no good. I mean, I Crohn's, call it shit talk. <laughs> I think I like this quite a bit. My fiance has like 45 buttholes. So, and I will, <laughs> I will tell him I said this uh, and see if I need to cut it out. But um, yeah, I like, so I'll say this to end and like finish with everybody. Whenever I get sick, it's usually I'm having butt issues and my stomach's exploding from me eating too much acidic foods or too much oily fatty foods or too much sugary foods, basically yeah. everything you're not supposed to eat in yeah. excess. And yeah. You, you need to, to talk about a, it. You got to talk about it. You got to shit talk. Yes. I, I saw a TikTok about it. Um, I think it was a bowel doctor, but she was talking about like the, the proper way or the ideal poop structure. And I was like, this is fascinating if anything else people just get fascinated about how our bodies work and start shit talking i am looking forward to this i hope we all follow purple rainer and i mean learn about it so start posting on your stories you're gonna get i mean an influx truly it's gonna be an overwhelming amount of followers after this I is posted. Know. This coming them. monday I'm perfect sure. and if you're jewish i mean you know let us know absolutely let us know gentlemen callers let us know if you're jewish if you do think you are larry david please get fucked yeah and if you're five seven just say you're five seven you're five six no you're five seven no i'm five four but i'm not expecting a huge person i know that you're jewish so just be real (laughs) be realistic folks you don't don't hide who you are from Alex Rainer because she's five, four. And ultimately if you're five, seven, it's okay. I can't believe I said you're five, seven and you're actually five, four. I have no I gauge. Have big, I have big person energy. That's true. And we'll end with that. We want to thank uh, water for sponsoring this episode. We love water. And, oh my God. Uh Oh, one more small Cheval, the shake. Did it turn out well, even though it was my God, it's so full. good. We love it. And we love to see it. Have a good night. We're going to continue shit talking. Bye. Hey, Devil's Daughter. I remember them. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash devilsdaughterpodcast for more bonus content. Special thanks to Spencer Kovakovich for lending me these high-fidelity gaming headphones and figuring out GarageBand.
We also want to thank our Patreon subscribers, April Adams, Andrew Akraboff, Sam Bowers, Ann Welty, Adam Kershaw, Caleb Brecken, Eric Peterson, Chris Van Houten, Rick Dugan, and Susie Carroll, and anyone else we missed. Thank you. If you like this podcast, check out the other bangers in the network, Talking Shop with James Dugan and Rob Grabowski. Listen in as they interview comedians in the Chicago comedy community about life, comedy, and everything in between. Experience the world, a guided auditory experience of pre-quarantine activities like baseball and kissing. Dear Diarrhea, a podcast where guests read their embarrassing diary entries, poetry, music, and stand-up. Blocked, a podcast where guests do dramatic readings of their actual horrifying dating texts. Devil's Daughter is now offering online improv workshops and classes through partnerships with local BIPOC improv teams and donations to social justice organizations. Your class tuition helps fund and grow our community. Check out Devil's Daughter Instagram and Facebook for more information.